Would you ever accept a 53% pass rate for your students if you were a teacher? Probably not. Would you be excited if you could turn it into 90? Of course you would. And that's the example we use today when we get into chapter seven of the Talent Code by Daniel Coyle to talk about protecting your motivation, using environmental design, and these examples that give you creative ways to spark and improve on whatever it is you want to achieve and how to enroll your customers and create an environment around you that basically, yeah, guarantees your success. So all that is in today's episode, so let's get in. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. This is chapter seven of The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. This is number seven of this incredible book that I've read numerous times and I'm so excited to be sharing with you. And so if this is the first episode you caught, if you just happen to find this episode, make sure you go back, listen to the other ones, one through six. This book is absolutely incredible. Unlocking your talent, sparking your ignition, fueling it, protecting it, creating talent hotbeds. And I love how it's broken down. And on today's episode, we're going to get into chapter seven. But today's episode, what I want you to do is I want you to go through this whole episode and just think. I'm going to be giving a lot of examples on divergent thinking, right? And uh, Alex uh, Hermosi talks about this in his book, $100 Million Offers, Divergent Thinking Versus Convergent Thinking. And what I want you to do is you listen to today's episode or listen to this podcast or listen to this breakdown, wherever you're listening to it. I want you to kind of utilize it to spark ideas. I want it you to think about your business, your life, the areas in your life when I share the examples of how other people can do this. And I think one of the most valuable lessons that we can take is that we're going to really win when we change the way that we think and we stretch the way that we think, not necessarily with the things that we do. And I love this episode because it ties in together with these notes, all these incredible pieces of environmental design and these things that you have at your disposal that you can use to unlock your talents spark that ignition, stay in momentum, and all those different pieces. So I'm pretty excited to get into it. Before we do that, I'm going to caffeinate myself just a little bit out of my pink holy mug. I'm going to take a deep breath. Because breathing is important and we should all do it more. So here's where my notes begin, and, and these ones are incredible. So have you ever heard the quote from Stephen Singh? Stephen King, where he says, life sucks and then you die. For many people, they get sucked up into the system of mediocrity, myself included. They accept their life exactly as it is, are the first to complain about it, the last to try to change anything about it. They go with the flow. They stay with the rest of the pack, their followers. Maybe that used to be you walking down the same path as everyone else in your zip code. And I know for me, This one definitely lands. And um, the path in the zip code example lands a little bit, but I had a, a personal development teacher who, who drilled me and nailed me in the very beginning. And she asked me, and she's like, I have a question for you. Do you swim against the stream or do you go with the flow like everybody else? And I was like, oh man, I go against the stream. I swim upstream. And she's like, you think you have it all figured out, right? <laughs> and I'll never forget. She looked at me and she's like, yeah, some people go against the flow. Some people go uh, with the flow. 
visionaries and leaders stand up and realize the water is only six inches deep. And so what I'm going to assume is that you're listening to this podcast. I'm assuming you know that you want to do great things. You want to make an impact. You want to help people. You want to make money in the process. You want to sleep at night. You want to build a community. There's Whatever it is, If you, no matter what, you're here because there's something inside of you that you want to unlock, that you want to harness, that you want to train and bring more of it out. And that's amazing. And so maybe you're tired of the status quo. Maybe things in your life aren't working. Maybe you want to change something. Maybe you want to start leading your own pack or go chase a new idea. But either way, it leads us to a question. How do we create a different path forward without burning out our motivation? And it's like hiking a new trail or a path that isn't commonly used. You're walking up the trail and moving nature out of your way at the same time. And it's a bit more work than taking the path everyone else is hiking in exchange for quiet time in nature and a more beautiful view. It's the road less traveled, and boy, do I enjoy that road. So in the book, what Daniel talks about, he talks about Mike Feinberg and David Levin, who were in the same exact boat as I currently am and anybody else who's thinking here with an idea, right? They were both failed public school teachers fighting against the public school system, unwilling parents, and misbehaving children. They were on the same path of everyone else believing that life sucked, then you died, and fell into the same motions as everybody else. One night as they were sitting in their apartment, an idea sparked for them, and that's when it all started to change. Instead of fighting their system, they'd create their own. Hence, why I created relationship speed algorithms. And boy, oh boy, I'm glad that I did, but it took a long time to see it come to fruition, and I'm glad I protected my motivation. Skrrr, break check. Let me take a moment to interrupt myself. I don't run ads on my own podcast, but sometimes I forget that I can tell you about things on my own show. So I'm interrupting for a very important announcement, which is the Lighthouse Business Accelerator, because it is event time. And as a fellow entrepreneur and business owner, you know how important it is to attend live events, especially ours with the world's most intense Rock, Paper, Scissors Championship with the best prizes. But that's why I'm thrilled to invite you to our event that will transform your business and catapult your personal growth as a leader in the industry. And if you do not believe me, I swear to God, just go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. I will not tell you. The people on the page will tell you. Their videos will tell you. But the event is getting ready to happen November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana, my beautiful home at the Grouse Mountain Lodge. We have a new event location. So down and dirty. It is a three-day event with an optional four. And everybody takes the fourth. They're just limited spots. But you'll find out more about those. Who's going to be speaking? Luckily for you, the best. My dear friend, Mo Ismail, and my, myself will be co-curating. He'll be speaking, and he is literally the best in the world at short-form content. It is mind-blowing. When he speaks, everybody writes notes and listens. My dear friend, John Wellborn, who is just a wealth of walking wisdom and knowledge. He was a NFL player for 10 years. He studied stoicism. He has degrees in rhetoric and from all these different places. And I learned so much. And then I have a special surprise up my sleeve, but I'll keep that with you there. So at our event, it's all about community. It's all about relationships. And our goal isn't just for you to walk away with clarity, which you will, mastery and understanding of customer journey, which you will, but also feeling recharged and on fire, ready to go into the world, knowing you have community and support. And so whether you're just starting out, totally fine. We have about half the room of that. Running a seven-figure business, totally fine. We have you. Eight-figure business, we got you. And we have had billionaires in the room. And we focus on principles and communities. And everybody learns from each other. 
everybody benefits from each other and everybody wins. And so I can't wait for you to be one of the 75 entrepreneurs in the room in that next experience with your bucket full. So I'm going to let you get back to the content, but I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait to hug you and high five you in Montana. So come be ready to be with 75 entrepreneurs that are all hungry for growth and networking and supporting. And of course, the world's most competitive rock, paper, scissors championship. So I'm going to let you get back to the content. But irregardless, right now, it's time to go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. Check it out. And we will see you November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana. As I currently am and anybody else who's thinking here with an idea, right? They were both failed public school teachers fighting against the public school system, unwilling parents, and misbehaving children. They were on the same path of everyone else believing that life sucked, then you died, and fell into the same motions as everybody else. One night as they were sitting in their apartment, an idea sparked for them, and that's when it all started to change. Instead of fighting their system, they'd create their own. Hence, why I created relationship speed algorithms. And boy, oh boy, I'm glad that I did, but it took a long time to see it come to fruition, and I'm glad I protected my motivation. They took the best of the best, lessons, plans, teachers, ideas, anything not nailed down, they tried in their classroom. Every year, they stole more good ideas and dropped the ones that failed. Year after year, they continued the same process. The end result, their students went from 53% pass to 90% pass, scoring the highest anywhere in their district in their state exams. It wasn't just about picking up speed. It was lapping the field, trying again and again, running the same exact race every single year, tweaking and improving as they went along. The micro moments, the micro tweaks are what changed everything. It's going up to bat and taking swing after swing, even if you miss. And in the previous episode, we talked about how hotbeds and how they help create a movement of people. They're created to help create a movement of people. So these two guys were good-hearted underdogs who caught lightning in a bottle. In fact, this is an example of creating a talent hotbed from the ground up without needing a World Series baseball player, which many of us don't have. It can start out as just an idea and just one person willing to run with it. But what really made the difference for those students? What did they find that worked in their new school that you can apply in your life and business today? One of the things that is put in place is a you earn everything model. From your desk to additional privileges, they believed that in order to help them make it to college, they had to work really hard and earn any additional privileges. Yes, such as a desk to sit in. And so for me, uh, the term Parkinson's law is the term where you'll fill whatever container you can create. For me, every time I've fallen out of the someone else is going to put or, or I have to go take a bite or I have to earn what I want and I've fallen out of it, I failed. And it's really this reminder of the consistent discipline that like, just because I made it yesterday doesn't mean I'm going to make it today. And there's no carryover and I have to earn my food every day. And there's a, another book, Chop Wood, Carry Water. And no matter what, whether it was my military career, whether it was overcoming an eating disorder, whether it's navigating life now in some turmoil and some seasons and pieces, it really, really boils down to being able to realize that it's about me and it's about us being able to take the next bite out of our future. And it's going to be hard, but we have to take the bite. What we need to use is our environment, the people around us unlock our talents and have as much reminders around us of what we're committed to in the future so that when we get overwhelmed and it gets hard 
and we don't want to take that bite and we don't want to earn it and we want to go back, we can have that memory that just creates that little bit of crack or inspiration to go bite that next bite. And when we have these end goals, we realize that every bite we take is a bite. And sometimes it's one step forward, seven steps back, six steps forward, two steps back. But as long as we keep biting and making adjustments, we win. And so with these kids, with their end goal being college, they have it infused into their daily language environment. They have the rooms called by the places where their teacher went to college. The mirrors have lettering asking, where will you go to college? It's not how hard they work, rather how swiftly and completely they take on the school's identity that provides them the fuel for that hard work. The primal cues were everywhere, constantly reminding them of everything they did and said to help them achieve their after-state goal, which was to go to college. And so when you think about you, you can help yourself and your customers make it to the finish line through enrolling them into your movement and into your environment. So using scripture statements to reinforce the identity of movement and help them embody it through constant environmental reminders, right? So scripture statements are something that I help companies do when they work with me in customer journey when we do coaching or one-on-ones and we're building out your business. We design your entire Bible of your movement, for lack of better terms, your cult. And then we write your scripture statements, which are like your quotes from the Bible that people will repeat. And we get into your core values. And when we have those, then we use those to create an environment for us as an entrepreneur to remember what we're committed to, to keep taking these bites and making these adjustments and staying committed to course, but also holding our customers accountable as well to create that hotbed and that movement. And that's what creates this community and these accountability, which is what we covered our events and what we do in the room and why I'm so bullish on this book and why I love it so, so, so much. But we think of character as deep and unchanging. Like it's this innate quality that flows outward, showing itself through behavior. The school they created shows that character might be more like a skill ignited by certain signals and honed through deep practice, right? And so for me, I'm really obsessive with you guys about your sacred lightkeeper quadrants, right? About your SOS, about being consistent about your future self and building that person irregardless of your business. Because those are the things that change the environment that call you up to be able to consistently measure, to create the discipline, to be able to see the swings that you've made and not say, oh, I missed and I failed. Oh, I should swing earlier next time, or I should swing a little different, or I should keep going. But these things that we give you and that we anchor in, no matter which way you slice it, are always going to be the secret. Because when you sit down at the end of the day, whether it's your business, you work in a business, you have employees in the business, it's your brain, it's your vision, and you have to sit with it. And you have to make decisions about what to do next and how am I going to do it. And the more reminders you have around yourself of what you're committed to, that hotbed, that ignition, that motivation, those environmental triggers to be able to find that clarity and have it, the better off you are to succeed because it's about doing the same thing consistently and making adjustments as you go to get to the result. It doesn't do me any good to train to win a marathon and then I come in 10th place and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll quit training. No, I have to run until I'm in ninth and seventh and in fifth and in third and in second. And it's going to be repeating a lot of the same behaviors and then making adjustments to them as I go. And this is no different. This is just yet another reminder about how important your environment is. Environmental coherency was key to making their school a success and helping students be successful. Every single thing in their environment points back to who they are becoming, not who they are. 
they figured out their scripture statements and then they linked it into their environment. They created a wedge of expectations in order to help keep students accountable to create the behaviors and character traits desired. And from the moment they entered the school for the start of the school year, they were put on a customer journey the entire way. So this is a reminder that it only takes one person, one idea, one movement to create lasting change in the world. It can start with you, and by using these key models and concepts, we're able to bring it into the world effectively in a way that truly makes a ripple effect. Your zip code doesn't have to determine how successful you'll be or what kind of character you'll have. You have the power to change all of that and mold your life into exactly what you desire. And that's what he says in chapter seven. And this really boils down to protecting your future self, protecting your progress, having things in place in your environment and in your containers that when the days get hard or when they get overwhelming, that you have the reminders to come back to what you know, to come back to what you're building, to find the fuel and the ignition and the motivation. Consistency is going to be the name of the game. No matter which way you slice it, the more consistent you are, the more measuring sticks that you get, the more awareness you have, the more understanding you have of what's going on and what adjustments to make. But understand that it's just a game of adjustments and that's the funnest part of the game. Every day you get to figure it out. And I will say that the level of success that you have comes down to your level of excitement in figuring it out. And I have found this new spark as we're going through this season and growing and changing and redesigning our future while also getting hit in the face of reality of things that I let go and behaviors that I stopped looking at and core behaviors that were so important to me that I let slip by that are now getting reinvigorated and I'm going back to the basics and I'm back to my workouts and I'm back to my healthy food and it feels incredible. And it doesn't change the environment around me. It doesn't change the stress. It doesn't change the noise. It doesn't change the pressure. It changes my relationship with them so that I can see clearly in those storms and choose the next best bite that will give me the best chance of success. And that's what this boils down to. And that's why community is key and why it's so incredible that you're listening to this and that you take this and you, you use it in the community, use it with people around you, hold yourself accountable, hold your team accountable, hold your customers accountable. And the more accountability that you create around yourself based on that ignition or that spark or that idea that you have, and the more you surround yourself with it based on who you want to be and what you want to achieve to remind yourself of that, the faster you're going to achieve it. And it's going to be incredible. So that's how we're going to wrap today's episode. I hope it was a doozy. I loved it. I'm really excited. I'm kind of like glowing right now. Um, and I'm excited to get into the next one, but I'm going to leave this one as it is. And so I'm going to invite you to write down your ideas, to think about it, to think about those students and what they achieved and how they went from, a, or those teachers from a 53% pass rate to a 90% pass rate, but it wasn't overnight. It was bite by bite. And then they made adjustments and they figured out how to make it better. And that's how our businesses are. That's how our life is. That's how our fitness is. And the faster we can understand that and start biting it down, the faster we're going to have whatever we want. So this wraps chapter seven of The Talent Code by Daniel Coyle. So if you haven't listened to the first six, go listen to them. Get ready for the next ones. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. But either way, I'm going to wrap this episode. So I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day. And I hope you know how incredible you are. I appreciate you immensely. I hope you know how special, how loved, how bright you are. And I'm honored that you listen to this podcast and I'm honored that you are part of this community and my life. So remember that relationships will always be the algorithms. You'll either see me in the next episode or you'll hear me in your earballs. But either way, we're out. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.